Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Welcome to the Viking Age Podcast, part of the Fansided Podcast Network. Now, please welcome your host, Adam Patrick. All right, welcome to the Viking Age Podcast, the official podcast for thevikingage.com. I'm your host, Adam Patrick. I'm the editor and lead writer for The Viking Age. Before we get started, make sure to follow The Viking Age on Twitter and Facebook. The site's username on Twitter is at The Viking Age, and you can follow the site's Facebook page by heading to facebook.com slash The Viking Age. All right, on today's show, we have Vikings wide receiver Justin Jefferson. I was able to uh, get the opportunity to talk to Mr. Jefferson for a little bit, um, and we had a nice conversation, so... You will get to hear that. And then after that, I will be joined by Zach Petra of NFLDraftBible.com. We're going to go over some stuff that happened in the Senior Bowl and just, you know, give a little early preview of, of some of the draft prospects Vikings fans should be keeping an eye on leading up to the NFL Draft. Um, so first we have the interview with Justin Jefferson, and then after that is the interview with Zach Petra. So I've got nothing else left to say. So here it is, our conversation with Vikings wide receiver, Justin Jefferson. Play fake. Cousins taking a deep shot. Jefferson's got separation, and he's got the catch. Inside the 40. Jefferson still going. See you later. Justin Jefferson, have a day. Justin, how you doing? Good. Uh, thanks for joining me today. I appreciate it. All right, no problem. Uh, congrats on a record-breaking rookie season. Uh, obviously, Thanks. you you would have liked to have more wins, but that's okay. Right. You guys can just go out next season, uh, grab the grab the number one seed in the playoffs, and earn the spot in the Super Bowl. Right. So, it, right. It'll it'll be easy. So, uh, all right. Let me right. start you <laughs> off with a with with a bit of uh, a fun question, and that is when it comes time for the 
NFL draft this year, why should the Vikings be doing everything they can to draft your old teammate from LSU, Jamar Chase? Um, I mean, <laughs> I don't really know exactly what what they have, you know, <laughs> eyes on. But I mean, if they did, then you know that would be that would be a cool thing, you know, to have my old teammate, uh, you know, somebody that I, I won a national championship with, and you know, break broke records with at LSU. So that would be fun if we did. If we did uh, draft him, but, you know, who knows? <laughs> yeah, that would be fun to see. Uh, <laughs> let's see. What can you tell me about uh, Cameron Dantzler and uh, and Jeff Gladney from the times, you know, you maybe went up against them in practice? You know, was there anything that, that made you step back a bit and be like, you know, okay, th- these guys can play? Uh, yeah, I've been going against Cam since uh, college. Um, you know, I went to LSU. He went to Mississippi State, so. Uh, we definitely seen each other a couple of times and uh, he's a hell of a player. Um, you know, he, he knows his technique. He knows uh, the game of football and that's what makes him uh, uh, the player that he is. And also he has that frame. He's long. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, he can uh, he can, you know, run side by side with you. He got that speed. So uh, he's definitely a, a great player. And Jeff, he has that aggression. You know, he plays with that that fierce, that fire in him. And, uh, you know, I like I like the way he played with that swagger. So uh, I'm definitely looking forward to seeing what they have uh, this season coming up. Yeah, it should be some some good battles in training camp again. Right. Um, all right, let's talk about your coach, Mike Zimmer. Uh, what is something that you think maybe Mike Zimmer doesn't get enough credit for or appreciation for outside of the locker room? Uh, he's a great coach. Um, you know, he's a great uh, – he's a coach that wants to win. Um, you know, he, he has that – that fire in him also. And, um, I mean, he, he does everything for, for that organization. And, um, I mean, he, he does everything for, for us players. Uh, he let us, let us off earlier for practices. Mm-hmm. You know, he look he looks out for us and, um, you know, he, he, he did everything that he could this season. Um, you know, we was missing some players in some spots, uh, that really hurt us. And, uh, you know, we was a little affected by the fans, uh, the first few games of the season. So, yeah. Uh, and no, no really blame on him. Um, you know, we just got to get back uh, as a team, as a whole team and, um, you know, go back to work. All right. What is something that impresses you about Kirk Cousins? Uh, Kirk, um, you know, a lot of people put a lot of a lot of shame on Kirk. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kirk is a, a great quarterback. Kirk um, does whatever he needs to to get the team going. Uh, he never backed down from any any fight, um, and he fought this whole season. Even though he was getting a lot of criticism, mm-hmm. uh, you know, a, a lot of a lot of stuff going on. But um, you know, he kept fighting. He kept doing his own thing, and he still ended up as one of the top uh, quarterbacks this season. For sure. All right, let's get to some questions about you. So, what do you enjoy more, um, beating a guy for a deep pass down the field, or making a corner fall? On a breaking route, <laughs> uh, I have to go with the fall. Yeah, making yeah. those making those highlight plays. That, oh, that's a sure. must. That's a must. <laughs> yeah, you get those. You get those in slow motion and everything. <laughs> right, right, yeah. right. Those are good. On those deep balls, though, um, you know, what are you thinking about when the ball's in the air? You know, anything at all? Are you just thinking about where the defender is? You know, what are you going to eat after the game? You know, what what are you thinking about when the ball <laughs> is in the air? Yeah, there's a lot of a lot of stuff going on, um, you know, while the ball is in the air, and it also feels like it's in slow motion. Yeah, 
So uh, while it's in the air, you just really just focus on the ball most of the time. But also you're worrying about every everybody that's around you. Uh, depending on where you're at on the field, uh, you know, you got to position yourself, you know, to, to get the ball. So um, a lot of stuff going on in your in your head, but also it's like, all right, I got to go get the ball. I got to make sure, you know, I put myself in a position to get it. For sure. Um, obviously, we know you have tons of confidence and, and you've got you've got every right to be confident. You know, you had a record breaking rookie season. But what, what was the play from your rookie season that that really made you that really made you realize you belonged in the NFL and you could compete with some of the top players in the league? Um, was it that uh, touchdown against the Titans? We made those yeah. guys look silly. Yeah, I would have to say that one. Uh, you know, the first first game I started, first opportunity, and um, you know, me having a game like that, me having a touchdown, first touchdown like that, uh, gave me a lot of confidence, gave me a lot of um, you know self motivation, and um, you know, it just allowed me to to just go out there and just be myself and play with play with that swagger, play with that confidence every game. For sure, and that was when uh, you introduced you know the rest of the NFL world world to the gritty. So uh, right. <laughs> they, 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 all, they all appreciate that. Um, I saw you talking to Randy Moss the other day during the Pro Bowl coverage. Also, congrats on, on making that, by the way. Um, but Moss created a bit of controversy a few weeks ago when he claimed, you know, he was the best receiver ever to play the game and, and Jerry Rice might be third or fourth. So I, I also saw that you went on Ocho Cinco's podcast and enlisted your, you know, your top five current receivers in the league. So... Uh, to close this out, I would just like you to leave me with your top five NFL wide receivers of all time, just like Moss did. Ooh, <laughs> that's hard one. Um, I'll go with Randy Moss as number one. That's a good choice. Um, number two, uh, number two, me. I feel like Calvin Johnson. Oh yeah, there you go. Um, number three. Um, I'll go with Owens. Yep. Number four, Jerry Rice. Okay. And number five, um, there's, there's so many receivers. I know, there's a lot. Um, number five, I'll probably go with, I'll go with Larry Fitzgerald. Oh, there you go. That's a good one, man. People from Minnesota yeah. will like that. He's from there. So, <laughs> um, all right. Thanks for joining me today, Justin. Uh, I appreciate it a lot, and uh, just good luck next season. All right. Thank you. Appreciate it, Adam. Joining the show now to help us get more familiar with some of this year's draft prospects and some of the guys who shined at the Senior Bowl last week is Zach Petra from NFLDraftBible.com. Welcome to the show, Zach. Thanks for having me on, Adam. I'm excited to talk guys that uh, that were at the Secret Bowl this year, and uh, I mean lots of lots of NFL drafts have to talk about. Not the the Vikings aren't uh, in the playoffs this year, so plenty to look forward to. Yeah, disappointing for sure. But before we get into some draft talk, I wanted to get your opinion on you know all these Kirk Cousins trade rumors with the with the 49ers apparently having interest in the Vikings quarterback according to a few random Twitter users um so so what do you think of all this is it bogus or do you think maybe something could legitimately be be worked out between the Vikings and and Niners to send cousins to San Francisco 
Um, you got to think this is all speculation. I mean, we've seen this before where, you know, teams have talked about uh, trading for Kirk Cousins and there's been a lot of trade speculation, this, that, and the other way. It's all bogus. It's not going to happen. We're, you know, the Vikings are on the on the hook for the for Kirk Cousins, you know, until his contract's up. He's not getting traded, although I know a lot of people don't want to talk about him getting traded. A lot of people are either excited or not excited about it. Either way, he's, he's, he's going to be our quarterback next year. Yeah, for sure. Um, right. Yeah, it's, I think it's easy to connect him with Kyle Shanahan. People have been doing that pretty much every offseason since Kirk arrived in Minnesota. So until someone maybe like an Ian Rappaport or Adam Schefter or something like that, Palacero comes out with something that's, you know, a little more le- legitimate, not to not to just completely discredit the people who came out with these, you know, tweets. But, you know, you got to go with the people who are more reliable when it comes to something like this. So, all right. So the Senior Bowl took place last week, and and thanks to the pandemic still going on and the the normal NFL scouting combine getting canceled, uh, the Senior Bowl is sort of one of the only pre-draft events this year where teams can get a chance to look at prospects from from multiple schools at once. So um, just from this year's Senior Bowl, maybe who were some of the guys that improved their draft stock that the Vikings should be interested in? Yeah, I mean, you look at. I mean, I'm gonna, I, I will start with the quarterback position just because you know, I mean, like like you <laughs> said, there were speculations. Uh-huh. I mean, we're sitting at 14. If the if the if the Vikings want to look at a quarterback, I mean, personally, I'm not a huge Mac Jones fan. I'll tell you, I'm, I'm just going to be honest with you. He had a hell of a Senior Bowl though. Like the kid looked uh, like a tremendous talent. I think if I think there's plenty of potential there where you could develop him. You know, I don't want to take him at 14 if I'm the Vikings. You know, maybe I try to get him in the second round if I can. Um, but that's someone to keep an eye on. I, you know, I, I don't think that's the way uh, you're going to want to go. But you know, a quarterback that definitely saw his draft stock rise was, was Mac Jones, um, a guy that I'm a huge fan of. I've been a huge fan of uh, you know since since I started my draft process, which is over the summer. You know, watching guys like Dwayne Eskridge out of Western Michigan, I thought was a was a was a really good player. You know, I thought he was going to be a steal in like the sixth round, and then all of, you know he comes in. I'm, I'm getting more tape on him, and I'm like, ah, this dude's going to the third round. I think it's in the senior bowl, and I'm like, holy smokes, now this dude's going to the second round. Like, he just keeps climbing up my board, climbing up other people's draft boards. Um, you know, I think if we want a, a wide receiver three, we can return once. You know, a great athlete. You know, I think you're going to try to find, a, find find him being taken somewhere around the second or third round because we do need a wide receiver three. Um, you know, look at some of the corners. Benjamin St. Juice, I know, is, is a lot of Vikings fans. They're, they're looking at him as, as, a, as a gopher, you know, but this kid actually – you know, I he, he was a late add to the Senior Bowl, so he wasn't on a lot of people's radars. But he comes in and he's like, "Hey guys, I'm here. You know, I'm, I can I can hang with these guys. I don't care if I was a late add." Uh, he showed out. He showed up with with great measurables, great size, um, and and played extremely well. You know, another guy we're looking at is if uh, if the Vikings are going to be looking at a safety. You know, a guy like Richie Grant can play uh, still high extremely well. I don't think we want to take him at 14, but he's going to start eyes up into into first round talks. Uh, Tyree Gillespie, um, another safety, came in with a you know um, above 200 pounds, near six, uh, six foot. Um, that kid looked really good as well. Um, I mean, some of these offensive linemen, uh, Dante Smith from East Carolina was a stud. Uh, Spencer Brown didn't look great, but I think he's someone that showed a, a, enough potential to. To, uh, to be someone that you could, can develop. And uh, Dylan Radunes, who, again, Vikings fans are going to know this guy, you know, the NDSU kid, um, played extremely well too. So 
plenty of names to, to keep an eye on and plenty of names that they're going to be attacking in the uh, in the second, third, and, and, the, and day three of the NFL draft. All right, cool. So on the flip side, maybe who are some of the guys – you know, you, you believed before the Senior Bowl that could have been a fit with the Vikings, but, you know, then they hurt their draft stock with, with what they did at the Senior Bowl. Yeah, there's a, there's a couple um, couple guys that, that, uh, that come to mind. I, I like a guy like Peyton Turner from Houston. Uh, he, he, he won the, the Senior Bowl with, with his measurables. But when I was watching my film, I, I wasn't a fan of Same, same with uh, Teron Jackson out of Coastal Carolina. You know, I'm sticking with the defensive line. Uh, different time in here. Um, some of these guys just I thought were going to show up that that didn't. You know, we need some of those run. Uh, we, we need to, uh, run stuff in uh, defensive linemen. Um, the Vikings do, and and some of these guys just didn't show up. Marvin Wilson, you know, a lot of people liked him as, as the top ten pick this year. You know, I'm here to tell you he's not going to go in the first round. I, you know, I could almost guarantee that. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm, I'm guessing you're going to find him going second or third round. Um, not just based off the senior bowl tape, but his 2020 film was was not great, um, and the senior bowl did not do many favors at all. Um, so you're gonna you're gonna find this kid slip into the uh, second or third round, which is where the Vikings could potentially snag him because I did not want him at uh, 14 if I'm the Vikings. Um, you know, a guy like Malik Herring as well, who who played some defensive end at, at Georgia. Um, he didn't he didn't perform great, but he's also not like the greatest athlete or player at all. But he's a tremendous locker room guy from what I've heard. Um, so he, he's another guy to look for in the later rounds. You know, so some of these some of these defensive linemen, it's becoming a trend where where I think we're going to be able to find a decent edge rusher, you know, a decent three tech, you know, someone like that, that's going to be able to, um, you know, have somewhat of an impact year one, or at least be developmental for the future. Vikings like those, uh, mid round edge rushers. That's for sure. You got DJ Wanham, uh, Daniel Hunter, you know, they, they're pretty good. Um, so, uh, looking ahead to this year's NFL draft, the Vikings are currently sitting with, with the 14th pick in the first round, like you mentioned, so, so what are some of your early thoughts about which need maybe the Vikings will will look to fill with with that top pick? I mean, you see, you see guys like um, um, who, who's the guy I'm thinking of? Um, the kid from Northwestern. Uh, I can't give his name right now. Uh, yeah, but he's not a tackle. He's going to be an interior offensive lineman. Hmm. Um, Rashawn Slater. Wow, yep. I was like. I was thinking of Terrell Slayton from uh, the interior defensive lineman from Florida, and I got those two totally mixed up. So Rashawn Slater uh, from Northwestern, that kid's a stud, but I don't see him as a tackle. I see him as a, as a guard or a center, which is exactly what the Vikings need. Mm-hmm. Um, so someone like that, I see him mocked constantly to, the, to that spot there. Uh, personally, I could the Vikings trade back. Um, that they have like the deepest roster enough where they can afford to trade back, but I think this is a spot where Spielman's going to think, there's more talent at the back half of this, of this first round than there is at the top half. And pe- once you get to that middle portion of the draft, I feel like pe- uh, teams are going to start reaching a little bit. So this is going to be an area where you can see Spielman trade back, you know, gather up some more picks. Because uh, the Vikings have like he never does that. Why, picks in this why would he do that? <laughs> yeah, right. I know exactly. No, he, I mean the Vikings have so many draft picks in this in this in this uh, in this class here. There, they can either afford. They can. I, th- I feel like they can afford to trade back in the first, second round, and then start trading up into the third and fourth round and start really, you know, gathering picks at that area. Mm-hmm. You know, so so getting a guy, you know, like I said, Slater, um, I think uh, getting an interdefensive lineman like uh, Levi Anuzarike from Washington, I think that might be a little early for him, but he's been, uh, he's argued, arguably the best interior defensive lineman in this class, and I think we all know that 
Vikings need someone like that. You know, looking at looking at other um, offensive linemen, we all know the Vikings want offensive linemen in the worst way. Um, um, I'm trying to think of his name. Um, uh, Elijah Vera Tucker out of USC mm-hmm. played some tackle this year for them, but he's he's more of an interior guy in my opinion. Uh, I think he's going to be he's going to be a solid pick. You know, I, I I don't want a guy like Alex Leatherwood from Alabama. I don't want a guy from like Dante Brown from Alabama. You know, these guys they're 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 crimson tide. Everyone's going to want them, right? But do mm-hmm. not take these guys in the first round um, if you're the Vikings. Uh, so so there's definitely plenty of plenty of talent in the uh, in in that portion of the draft. But if you ask me, we got to trade back. You know, the Vikings got to trade back and see what they can get for this 14 pick. Yeah, I think I have a feeling that's what's going to happen too, and I don't think a lot of people are going to be happy with that. But um, you know. This is what you got to expect at least one or two or, or seven trades with, with Rick Spielman uh, during yeah, every draft. Exactly. The only way I don't want to see this, the, I, I, the only way I don't want to see this happen is if a guy like Justin Fields, Trey Lance, or Zach Wilson fall to him. I say you well, take that quarterback and you run with it. Yeah, that this leads me to my, my next question, which is you know, people are always interested in, in the quarterbacks. Every draft, at pretty much every fan base always wants a new quarterback unless you're the Chiefs. Um, but there seems to be, top, you know, four top guys this year: it's Trevor Lawrence, Justin Fields, Zach Wilson, and, and Trey Lance. And then, you know, there's basically everyone else. You mentioned Mac Jones, but you know, he could probably he, he might even fall in the second round. Um, so, do you think any of these four quarterbacks um, could still be on the board when it comes time for the Vikings to make that 14th pick, or would they probably have to trade up and grab one of these quarterbacks? Yeah, if you ask me from from what I've heard around the league, it's it's you know Trevor Lawrence one, yeah, Justin Fields, Zach Wilson two or three, you know, depending on where you want to go there, and then it it sounds like Trey Lance could fall anywhere, you know, from from uh, you know the top five down to you know the Patriots right above our pick. So so could, could the Vikings get them? Possibly. Do they take another quarterback where you, you know you 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 jump on a guy like Mac Jones? Like I said, no. Kyle Trask, no. Um, you know, there's a guy like Davis Mills out of Stanford, who's a who's an extremely good quarterback. You know, you're not taking him at 14. So you're gonna have to start looking if you don't get you don't trade up, um, or you have you know, someone like Trey Lancers at Wilson or whoever fall to you. Either trade up, or you're gonna wait for these guys in the second, third round, and, and just hope you hit on something that could it could develop. Do I want to, you know, do I want to blow my wand on someone like, uh, you know, Justin Fields up at, at top five? You know, probably not. Probably not. I might want to try to sit and wait for to see where Lance falls. You know, if Lance starts falling to, you know, whether it's Carolina or if he does fall to, you know, New England above us. You know, I do want to see the Vikings try to trade and go get him if they can. You know, if not, no, let's wait on him. Wait on the, get, you know, draft offensive lineman or offensive lineman, you know, or trade back or do what you need to do. But, uh, you know, Trey Lance, where he's at is my target. If if you can't get him, wait on wait on to wait on the quarterback to the middle of the, the you know the second third round something like that. Yeah, what do you think about that kid from uh, Cincinnati? I can't think of his name right now, but do you think he would be a good? Oh, Ritter yeah. Ritter went back to school, so we don't get him until next year. Oh, he did go back to school. Oh, well, I, yeah. I, Obviously, I've been uh, paying hey, attention. Kid, kid to was the solid. I, 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 <laughs> yeah, I had, a, I had a second round grade on him, so I thought he. Was- yeah, so we'll see. He'll be he'll be yeah he'll be someone to watch for for next year for sure. Uh, next year, you're keeping an eye on Chase Garber. If you're a Vikings fan, oh, oh, those Cal quarterbacks. I don't know. Um, so <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna uh, see where you're going there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna throw out some of the uh, the Vikings 
biggest needs to you, and I just need you to give me, you know, one or two guys from from these position groups. Not not necessarily from the senior bowl, but you know, that you think could end up, you know, in Minnesota this year, and maybe, you know, a little bit about each prospect uh, that you mentioned. I mean, you you already you already did a bunch of guard and, and offensive tackle, so we'll, we'll skip those. So I'll get right to uh, uh, safety. We'll go with those. Oh man, there's a there's a couple I watched today actually. Um, you know, I mentioned I mentioned Richie Grant. Um, I think he's yeah out of, out of UCF. I think he's going to end up being my top rated safety in this in this draft class. Um, but it's not a D, it's not a D50 class. I'm going to tell you that right now. Um, depends on what we're looking for. Do we want do, uh, do the Vikings a high guy or do they want someone that's going to be able to cover in the box? You know, I think a guy like um, uh, Trayvon Morig from TCU. You know, I think he's going to be someone in that round category. Kid's got good range, good speed. You know, even his even his um, his counterpart, or Darius Washington at, at TCU, you know, smaller guy but can tackle. I think he can play some box. He can. He's not great in man coverage. Darius Washington, is. He, he's not great in man coverage, but he's got an amazing range, a speed, small, quick, shippy. But the dude can lay some wood on you. I'm gonna tell you this right now. If if, uh, if I gotta compare him to a guy, it's like the Honey Badger light. You know, he's not as oh, good wow. as Honey Badger, obviously, but. Um, he's he's an extremely good undersized player. Um, you know, another you know, a lot of people want about Hamza Nasir Um I'm not a huge fan of his. I, I think he's good, but I think he's a little overrated. He's a big dude that can that's not afraid of contact. Um, he just doesn't shine for me. So if if I'm a Vikings fan, I'm not really looking at him closely. Um Andre Scope from from Syracuse, I know a lot of people liked him. I think his instincts are fine. You know, his tackling ability is fine. But when you, once you get down to the nitty-gritty of his game, you know, I don't think his head's fully there. So I don't think you're going to be putting him, you know, near, near the uh, near the underneath. But you also don't want him over the top because I don't think he's got the greatest range. He's got fine speed, you know, but sometimes he gets 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 hooked on some some of the quarterback's highs. One guy to keep an eye on, though, um, is, uh, is the Indiana uh, safety. What's his name? Um I actually just got told his name today and went to, went to go watch, watch him. And I was like, wow, this kid can really play. Um, Jamar Johnson, he's a, he's a great player too. So another name for the Vikings to keep an eye on somewhere in like the uh, third, third round, maybe the fourth round. I think that's, that guy's going to start, start popping for some GMs on tape. Um, outside of that though, man, the safety class is, is thin. It's thin to be honest with you. That's, that's not good to hear because uh, Anthony Harris is probably not coming back. So they gotta figure well, yeah, that's why if you want to single high safety, if you can stack Richie Grant in the second round, yeah, whew, it's a steal, man. That's a steal. That well, the, Vi- the Vikings need that second round pick because they decided to trade for uh, Yannick Ngakwe and they don't have. Oh, that that's right. <laughs> that's right. Man. That's um, how about some the second round now? <laughs> yeah. How, how about some defensive ends? Oh, some defensive ends. I see. I like this class of defensive ends, not for its talent, but for its depth. Um, so I was actually just one of my one of my colleagues about this. Um, who would you rather have, Perry or Aziz Ojulari? And he's he said, you know, I'd rather have Aziz. He's graded higher. And I have Quidi and Aziz back to back, basically one two, but I have Quidi paid just one more higher. And probably because you know I cover the Vikings very closely. You know, we need a run stopper. So if we can get if we can get Quidi pay at at, uh, at fourteen, I think that's a great spot to get him. Kids athletic, kids strong, kids powerful, um, but he, but he's not a, he's not a great pass rusher. He's got one pass rush move, and that's put his head down and try to get to the quarterback. It's not there's no technique to it or nothing like that. But when it's when it's in the run game, kids a champ, man. He's he's really good. Um, uh, other guys like uh, I'm going to butcher this name, but the kid from Vanderbilt, Dale, uh, 
Odingbo, Odingbo. Gosh, I want That's that's bad, but <laughs> but anyway, um, he he reminds me a lot a lot like Everson Griffin, but you know, not as as uh, technically refined. Someone that can get around the edge and all bend. Um, he's not like that, but he's he's got a lot of power and can stop the run very well. Uh, Jonathan Cooper out of, out of Ohio State, you know, is a guy that can move from uh, you know uh, four eyes and outside of five tech, maybe a little little seven tech, and let him rush the edge. Um, decent, decent run, run stopper. That's what I'm looking for from the Vikings. I want a run stopper. Well, he's the one that can stop the run on the edge. Because once we bring Daniel Hunter back, I mean, it's you know, we got a passer, man. We got a we got a yeah. stud that can they can rush the passer, can, can stop the run too. Um, but we need someone that can that, that can fully you know stop the running. And you know, guys, guys like that. Even even Jason Osai. Well, no, not J- Jason Osai. As Joseph Osai, Jason away from Penn State. That kid, I love that kid. He was on uh, Feldman's freak list. That kid is unreal. Had a first round grade on him in the summer. He dipped after his uh, okay tape this year, um, but I think uh, he's going to be a second or third rounder that we could grab there. I see the dude from uh, Miami mock to the the Vikings a lot. What do you think of him, Russo? Oh, dude, did you see my tweet today? You didn't see no. my tweet today, then, did you? No. Yeah, uh, that uh, there is a prospect being mocked in the first round consistently, and he should not be going in the first round. And it was about Russo because I'm like, ah. Uh. Oh. He should not go in the first round. He's he's good. Like um, let me let me let me phrase this properly. Um, the potential is through the roof, mm-hmm. and I know draft front. You know, it's, you're you're picking off potential a lot of mm-hmm. times. What the talent is like round five. Potential is his potential boosts him to round two. There's no there's no way he should go in the first round. In my opinion. Well, you could you probably could have said that about uh, Daniel Hunter back in the day and like uh. Look how he turned out. So, hey, hey, that's exactly it. If you can have a guy develop him like uh, someone like Andre Patterson, yeah, you sure. never know. Yeah, you, the Vikings. See, that's the thing with the Vikings; they can make a, a risk like that because they have someone like Andre Patterson. Uh, you know, exactly, exactly. And there's there's no other team. There's no other team that can do that. You know, yeah. so it, I mean, I can't say, but there's there's not many teams that can that can do something like that. And right. and you know, development is huge for Rousseau. If he doesn't get the proper development. He's not going to be a very good player. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know if the Vikings would spend their first round pick on someone like that, though. I think they have uh, other needs that they would need to focus on before drafting a developmental guy with you know the fourteenth pick in in the first round. All right, um, what about some some kick or, or punt returners? Um, I mentioned uh, I mentioned Dwayne Eskridge already. Um, so another punt returner is is, is uh, Demetric Felton. Um, I liked him a little, you know, a little bit in the off season. I liked him a little bit more throughout the year. I think I ended up with a fifth grade, fifth round grade on him, uh, but he shined in the senior bowl. So he might be out of the range for, for the Vikings. Um, and, you know, I'm trying to think of another punt return that was, uh, that was out there. Um, gosh, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm blind. Is, it, is there a kid from out. Clemson? Um, little guy. Oh, Amari Rogers. Yeah. Yeah. Amari, well, he's not a little guy, but Amari Rogers was returning kicks. He's going to be another high pick. Um, I think of his name. He's a small school kid. The Gophers played him in the first week, not this year, last year. Uh, Kay Johnson. Kay Johnson. Uh, he's got a lot of speed. He's a smaller dude. Um, reminds me of a reminds me of a, a receiving type of of Marcus Sherrills. So like the op, like the wide receiver version of Marcus Sherrills. It's like a, a skinny, not very long type of player, uh, but he's got some got some wheels. Actually, he played really well at the Senior Bowl too. Trying to you know going back to there. Um, he had a, he had a good Super Bowl, caught, caught some passes, and, and looked really good. But uh, but his size just does not match up to uh, 
some of the NFL talent. So I think he's going to be stuck at punt returner or at least special teams duties. Um, the Houston kid, Marquez Stevenson, too. He's 5'10", 180. Wheels, man. He's going to, if he runs in the combine, which I don't think there's going to be a combine, sounds right. like. Um, but when he when he runs at his pro day, um, that dude's gonna that dude's gonna burn, man. What about some uh, some three technique defensive tackles? Oh, it was some three techs, man. Okay, so I mentioned by Onwuzurike. I think that he's gonna be a good three tech. If you can move into one tech too, if you want to, but um, I think he's best at three tech. Uh, Davion Nixon from, from Iowa. Um, Sounds like there's some off the field issues, which is a little bit concerning, but the talent mm-hmm. is, is top 15 potential, you know, but this mm-hmm. kid's stud. Um, uh, to Daryl Slayton, who I got mixed up with, uh, Rashawn Slater, mm-hmm. uh, that kid's gonna, is, is a solid three tech. Uh, Christian Barmore, if you can get him, he had a rough year this year, but the red, he's a redshirt sophomore, obviously needs some development, obviously needs some coaching, but I think that dude's gonna be an absolute wrecking ball. And then, uh, one last one, and I, I, I he was at the Senior Bowl too. I'm gonna butcher his name, but Marlon Tupilotu, Tupilotu. Me too. Man, terrible. Yeah. I, Me I, too. I'm gonna tell you right now. I'm just gonna say this, just to everyone listening, that I'm the worst at prospect names. I feel so terrible because, like, they're good. They're gonna yeah. get drafted. I you did pretty good names, with the, right? the. You did pretty good with the safety from Florida State, though. Hey man, I appreciate that. I've been yeah. saying his name since he was <laughs> since he was a sophomore, though, so I'm getting used to it. That kid was showing out when he's a sophomore. But yeah, those are those are a few I'd be looking at, um, including Jalen Twyman. But I think with the, with him opting out, um, it's going to hurt his draft stock just a little bit. Um, but there's some some solid three techs in this in this class, so there, there's some hope for the Vikings here. Looking at uh, looking at looking at getting a three tech. Yeah, get get a guy in there and put him next to Michael Pierce should be. Uh, I think the Vikings defensive line can get better real fast with uh, some oh, yeah, guys in the draft. Right. Um, then we'll finish it off with this. Uh, maybe some guys who can be uh, the Vikings' number three receiver. Number three receiver. So I'll keep going back to Dwayne Eskridge, but I'm going to go back to Dwayne Eskridge because I'm going to get yelled at. Josh Palmer. That kid. That kid is a stud. He's got size, too. You know, I want to say he measured in somewhere around the uh, six foot one range, around 200. Um, so he's got some size, got some length. Um, kid's a tremendous route runner off the uh, uh, on the boundary. Good What's release, great. Can, uh, Josh Palmer. Okay, there we go. Ten- Tennessee boy. I gave him a I gave him a third round grade. I want to say um, I was asked to scout him over the year, and I want to say it was a third round grade, maybe an early fourth uh, after a good senior bowl. I think that's where you're going to be looking at. You know, so trying to, I'm trying to think of someone uh, maybe a little bit deeper, so uh, you know, Vikings fans can get to know him a little bit better. Maybe Des Patrick out of Louisville. Um, another guy, he's 6'2". So I'm trying to think of someone that's bigger because we've got Adam Thielen, we've got Justin Jefferson. Yeah. You know, these guys aren't like, you know, big dudes or nothing like that. So getting a guy like Des Fitzpatrick would be nice. You know, Seth Williams, another guy, 6'2", 210. Yeah, um, uh, that'd be a great matchup there. Man, Terrace Marshall, that would be, that'd be a dream. Pair him with his, with his teammate, Justin Jefferson. Um, but I think he's probably going to go, end up going earlier than, than we expect. You get Jamar Chase too, uh, if they want, you know. Yeah, 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 Jamar Chase. Yeah. <laughs> just Jamar Chase and Terrence Marshall. Just get the team back together. Yeah, yeah. Bring back the national champion Tigers. Sure. Um, we'll got to keep an eye on him. I'll tell you right now. This is this is going to be a this going to be a stud. Um, Isaiah McCoy from Kent State. Uh, I'm not going to tell you he's going to go top 100, but there's potential that he might go top 100. Um, a Kent State kid going top 100 is pretty, pretty, uh, pretty wild. I would say, but uh, he's six two plus two hundred. Uh, I think he just turned 21 years old too. So. Um, some plenty of potential there. 
Tamori and Terry. Yeah, you saw his name pop up on my phone too. Just looking at my phone, saw Tamori and Terry pop up. He uh, he's got. I, I don't want to call it concerns um, off the field, but obviously with the whole Florida State thing, I mean, we all heard about it. It was there's a lot of uh, a, lot, a lot of crazy stuff going on down there. Down there, but uh, he was Florida? supposed to be like a. a yeah, right. Florida. <laughs> <laughs> Who'd have thought? Florida. It's crazy stuff going on in Florida. Um, but yeah, no, he's like 6'3, six, 6'4, six, somewhere around that range. He bulked up from like 180, 90, 220 this year, and then played like two games and then got benched. I, I want to say it was something like, you know, calling coaches and stuff like that because we all know the coaches down there and, you know, whatever. But anyway. Um, <laughs> Kid's got good hands. Kid's a good route runner. Lots of potential. But I think his stock's going to dip to like this sixth round. And kid's good, man. Kid's really good. Who's that kid from uh, South Carolina? I keep seeing his name thrown around. Jai Smith. Yeah. Yeah, kid's good too. But he's a, he's a slot guy. You know, Vikings don't need a slot guy right now. No. So I won't be looking forward to him. But I don't know if you want to put Adam Thielen and Justin Jefferson on the edge. But I want a big guy. You know, if I'm the Vikings. Yeah. I mean, yeah, they gotta think about a. Rep- they got They have to start thinking about a replacement for Adam Thielen. Um, you know, yeah, coming up, he's. he's I, I thought he's, he was going to show some signs of of regression this year, but he had what like fifteen, fourteen touchdowns. Um, so that didn't happen. Um, but, he looked you know, okay. He looked yeah. all right. Yeah, he's, he looked, he's all right. Uh, looked a little youthy. He could. He youthy could work out. Right he could work on the gritty, but you know, he's 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 doing all right. Yeah, his gritty uh, sucks. <laughs> it's the gritty cousin's gritty sucks. Too. Listen, listen, that is the exact gritty anyone should expect from Kirk Cousins. So we we shouldn't expect anything I, more or anything less from from Kirk Cousins. If he was really good at it, we would all be like, be you know have a lot of questions for Kirk Cousins. Like you know what what have you been doing at Cousins home? Out, Yeah, yeah. When they were talking about Cousins getting traded or like getting released or whatever it was. They were like, well, there's always a job for Cousins at Target. And the guy it was like, someone was like, that's exactly where Cousins would work. Why is that a diss? That's, like, that, that's, that's where what I Cousins you, you read, Yeah, you read, I think you read my tweet because someone said, oh, I, did I? Oh, yeah, I think, because uh, <laughs> there's a, the random reports or whatever. I'm like, when are we going to get to the point where it's like Kirk Cousins is wearing a red shirt? And they're like, oh, he's traded to the 49ers. That's confirmed. We saw him in a red shirt. Um, and then someone was like, or he could have been working at Target, and I'm like, that would be the least surprising thing about Kirk Cousins. You yeah, maybe it was you that said that. Then that's hilarious, man. <laughs> <laughs> Either that, or what? Well, he's got that commercial with Best Buy now, so he could he could work at Best Buy too. Uh, I love it. All right, last but not least, uh, just who do you have win the Super Bowl on Sunday? Um, it's hard to bet against Tom Brady. Yeah. Um, I remember when I was when I was first on the on, I was on the. Um, Video show down in, uh, in Minnesota, uh, down south, down here, and uh, asked me um, when we play the Patriots, when the Vikings play the Patriots, who's going to win this week, the Vikings or the Patriots? <laughs> and just Tom, I'm like Tom Brady just doesn't look, he doesn't look like his his normal self, and that's when he like completely flipped a 180 and was like, oh no, I'm still Tom Brady. Was that the and feeling uh, Belichick to, game? Yeah, Belichick game, man, yeah. and. Yeah, and did the Patriots go on to win the Super Bowl or at least like get close to the Super Bowl that year or something like that? I can't yeah, I think remember, they did. They did. It was twenty eighteen. Um, I think they beat the. I think that was the Rams. They beat the Rams. Last year, yeah, was, you're right. Last, it was the Rams. Last That's, year was the was Chiefs, the and then before that was uh, Patriots and Rams. Yeah, so the last time I beat Tom Brady was the time that they went on to win the Super Bowl after <laughs> they whooped the Vikings rear ends. So it's kind of hard for me to take the uh, the Chiefs here, but. Um, no, it'd be fun to see the Bucks win it. You know, I've been a, 
I've been a closet Bucks fan since about uh, when did they win the Super Bowl? I was a huge Keyshawn Johnson. 2002. Yeah, that sounds about right. I was a youngster. I was in like second grade. Like all um, and uh, yeah, group, all those guys. Yeah, yeah, warm step. Oh, yeah. Up, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was huge. I was, I'll rephrase that. I wasn't a huge Bucks fan, but I was a Bucks fan back in the day. Yeah. Uh, Keyshawn Johnson was my favorite wide receiver. I grew up being wide receiver, you know, yeah. so. Uh, once once the they Bucks, left, man. once they I'm left the Vikings the division, it was okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> we still ended up playing them like all the time. Though. It yeah. didn't matter. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> I just saw like the, for- the weather forecast or whatever. It was supposed to be like thunderstorms. For the game on Sunday, I saw um, that too. and if I think that if that happens, I think the Bucks have the advantage because they have the better running game and the better defense. Um, and if it's it's pouring rain out there or whatever, then I think that kind of slows down the Chiefs' passing attack. But at the same time, we're talking about Patrick Mahomes here, and then you know I don't, I'm not sh- really sure if anything can can slow him him down. So uh, I'm still going to take the Chiefs <laughs> just because. Um, you know, Tom Brady has lost some Super Bowls before. His the guy who uh, was the defensive coordinator for the Giants uh, when they beat the Patriots back in the day is the Chiefs' defensive coordinator now, uh, Spagnolo. So that's a little uh, underrated thing to think about because he's 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 been able to beat Tom Brady in Super Bowls in the past. So why why can't he do it on Sunday? But I just think it's going to be a good game, anyways. Um, and it'll come down to like some stupid little things, turnovers, and. And all that stuff. I don't think it's going to be a blowout or anything like that. But who knows? You know, it could be a. We didn't, I don't know if we we thought that when the Broncos and, and Seahawks played, and then the Seahawks just destroyed the Broncos down in in New York a couple of years ago. So we'll see. We'll see. Um, but that's going to do it for us today. Uh, thanks again for joining the show, Zach. Uh, make sure to follow Zach on Twitter. What is your handle, Zach? At NFL underscore Zach. Z a c k. Yes. Um, and then follow his stuff at NFLDraftBible.com. Uh, they just got picked up by Sports Illustrated, so that's pretty exciting. They'll be able to, you know, get on, on their feed and then get th- more of their stuff out there. So uh, go check that out leading up to the draft. Lots of good info from them. Um, and subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcast app, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. Follow the Viking Age on Twitter and Facebook. Um, and uh, just until next time. We will talk to you later. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.